You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 235 for April 11th, 2019. This week, we talk about safely ejecting USB drives, yoga making you gay, the new Daisy Amiibo, drinking too much coffee, killing Eve, and our Drag Race update. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Ah! Uh, Whoa! Oh my God! Uh, I'm straining. Uh, are you either mid orgasm or mid poop? I mean, honey, I haven't had an orgasm in years. It's definitely poop. Ooh. Well, that's congratulations. That on that. It was da. National Pet Day. So I, I thought, it, okay, is today National Pet Day or was yesterday National Pet Day? It's trending on Twitter. Well, today is in third. We're recording this on Thursday. Is this going up on Thursday? Probably, yeah. I have nothing better to do uh, well, than edit today. Well, thank you. Thank you for recording today. I've been having a midlife crisis. I asked Sam if he could record Thursday. I mean, I feel like you've been having a midlife crisis for the past couple of years. So I don't know what's been different this week compared to Um, the other weeks. Just the usual, just a casual version of a midlife. I like to have small midlife crises crises Mm -hmm. instead of one big one. Because it helps to spread it out. It keeps me at a level of anxiety I'm comfortable with, Mm -hmm. which is always on high alert. (laughs) A level of anxiety that you're comfortable with, which is anxious all the time. Exactly. I think if I were to relax now, my heart would just like implode. Well, yesterday I felt like that my heart was going to explode. Not be- not out what? of love, but I I think I've talked about this before. Do you drink a cup of coffee every day? Uh, every morning I do have a mug of coffee with some creamer. Is that is that how you take your coffee? Just with a little bit of creamer? Do you add sugar? What do you do? Just a little bit of creamer. I used to drink it just black, which is fine with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that also little creamer has sugar in it too. So I got that, oh, I get okay. that little caffeine buzz plus the sugar buzz. And then I crash around noon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You crash and a bus around like, noon. Yeah. And then I feel shitty the rest of the day. You have to go to court. There's a jury. I mean, it's a, pr- it's a daily struggle. Every day. You've crashed a bus every day every for the day. past four years. It's, it's honestly, it should be in the Guinness book of records. Oh my God. I have a Guinness article for later. The beer? No, the records. Oh, wow. World record. Anyways. Well, what, well, yeah, coffee, coffee. Coffee, coffee. So I, I think I've probably talked about this in the past. I mean, I I feel like every topic that we've talked about has probably been regurgitated a couple times over the past 400 years that we've done the podcast. But regardless, for people who don't know, I love coffee. I, I think coffee's delicious. I'll have coffee You're any, so quirky. any which way. But wow. I don't drink coffee very often. Um, Mm. because I like using coffee as a drug. Did that make me a bad person? Probably. Um, I, so I, I don't drink coffee very often because I, I like using it in order to keep me awake. And when you drink coffee every day, I feel like it isn't the the effect like that you get, your body gets used to the caffeine and then you, you can't really, you know, you feel really weird without it if you don't have coffee or whatever. Um, but anyway, so yesterday I, I was trying to readjust my sleep schedule because I was in kind of a depression hole the past like weekend and my sleep schedule was basically inverted and I had to like do a bunch of work this week and I was like, I need to like, you know, I need to fix this shit. So a couple days ago, um, I was like, okay, the, my process is I, I wake up at a decent hour, like nine or whatever, and then I just start chugging coffee in order to like keep myself awake. Um, and uh, I think it was it was a couple days ago that I I had so much coffee that by the middle of the day, I I think I had like two or three cups of coffee and from no coffee to three cups of coffee in a day. Um, I felt like I was going to have an actual heart attack um, mm. and I was in the grocery store. 
um in like mid-afternoon and i i felt like that i was in like a jason Bourne movie like i felt like i if i i didn't think people were actually what? following me do you but, watch jason Bourne movies no but like that's you know the question I, I felt like i was in a chase scene although no oh. one was chasing me and it's like i just i the anxiety level was through the roof i thought i was gonna have a panic attack in the grocery store which is something that i i don't think I've ever done ever. And it was 100% due to the amount of caffeine that was running through my veins at that moment. But um, yeah, I felt like I was going to die. Um, and I'm drinking coffee again today. So I didn't learn my lesson. And I uh, used uh, coffee as a recreational drug. So that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. That was a great story. And for a minute, I wasn't sure it was going anywhere, but you got there. Thank you. It takes a while for me you to get places with there. words. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's always a struggle. I don't know why I'm on a podcast for, you know, the amount of words that I jumble yeah. together. An, hey, you're an inspiration. If Thank he you. can do it, people. If, I, if people Funny. listen to us, people will listen to anyone. Let's just if throw you that can out do there. this podcast, you anybody, anyone, anybody, you could put a rock in front of a microphone and people would listen. Justin has a thermos of coffee every morning. See, so like, we have we've got the two French presses. We've got mine, and it's the mini one that only makes a mug of coffee, and the his baby makes one. the equivalent of three mugs of coffee. Mm-hmm. So he has, and he drinks it all like right in the morning, right before noon. There've been a couple times he's accidentally left it at home, and he'll text me and be like, "Oh, it's still warm. You can drink it." And if I do, though, a couple of those times I forgot what it does to me. I go into like another dimension. Well, like you're like already everything anxious. around me. Yeah, I my anxiety levels are already too high, and especially in the summer, my anxiety is even worse. Mm-hmm. And it'll feel like the world's in slow motion, mm-hmm. and I'm like running. Right, that, that's the Jason Bourne thing that I was I was trying to like equate oh, to. Okay, it's okay. like everything's in slow motion except like I'm going a million miles a second, and I feel like I'm getting hunted down by the FBI. Only it's not the case at all because I'm not that important. But I, just I don't. Feel like I I'm can't leave the house when I do it because when I do I I've been in restaurants when I've had anxiety attacks and I just like that seems like the worst situation in public having it I am always looking for the doors and I'm like any second now your eyes are darting to like yes the bathroom's over there the bathroom's over there exits over there and any second I could just run and I just need to run as fast as humanly possible (laughs) for as long as humanly possible until I collapse Mm, exactly Oh, don't you love that? I love um, it, honey. Don't you? It just It's easy, Joe. Just stop being anxious. See, it's just yeah, that just easy. Just quit it. Just cool quit it. it. Just kill it. Kill, kill it. it. It's that easy. Um, But yeah, no. So I, I use, I'm just, I'm so bad with like my sleep schedules. And I, I have, I, you know, I, I do the podcast, obviously. And that's very flexible. Like Joe and I can record whenever, Um, we, you know, we're recording Thursday this week. It doesn't matter. But I have this other job, you know, where I'm, I'm working as an audio engineer on music and, you know, I have a boss, but it's not like that it's a nine to five job where i'm like i'm going into an office every day like i'm still working from home and like i have deadlines but like i get to essentially make my own hours and it's it's pretty much part-time and so i have like too much flexibility in that sense and not enough structure (laughs) and i'm really bad at making structure for myself so like it's super easy for me to get on a fucked up sleep schedule and when i'm like you know 
staying up till four in the morning and then waking up at like 1 p.m. Um, it doesn't matter how much sleep I'm getting. When I wake up in the middle of the afternoon, I just feel like garbage. Like I feel like a shitty person. And when I'm like waking up in the morning and I'm, you know, awake during normal, regular people hours and doing things, my depression and anxiety is way lower. Like I, I function way better when I am, you know, waking up with regular people and not staying up into the long hours of the night. But I, I'm a night person. And so I enjoy doing that. And so my remedy to that is like every other week when my sleep schedule gets fucked up, I fix it by waking up in the morning after like four hours of sleep and just chugging coffee so I can stay awake during the day. And girl, you know, and it's, I can it's tell you've had coffee. Today, oh, honey. For one thing. Oh, Second honey. of all, honey, I'm recording this and sending it to your therapist. Third of all, <laughs> I do. I do totally get it, though. I feel <sighs> like, well, it's a it's an every age problem, but I feel mm. like in your 20s, after school is done or you're when you're not attending school or something, even well, even in college, because college classes are all over the place. Right. Know, with, when they are during the day. Sleep schedules like are so ridiculous, oh, like God, in your 20s. Difficult. And yeah. And I don't working from home, too. I have to like create that structure for myself and what mm-hmm. has helped with. Well, for one, living with someone who has a real job and. Has mm-hmm. to get up at a certain hour and go right. to stuff. That's helped a lot. And then having Piggy has helped a lot. Well, yeah, you know, because, you know, you have those responsibilities and you kind of have to adjust your schedule in terms of, you know, Piggy or Justin or whatever. In, in, in a perfect world, I would love to have an like an office where I do the podcast and I do my audio engineering work that like because having your office in your room, it's like it's the oh, only it's hard. It's difficult because yeah. like my bed is right. Like there are so many distractions. Right. And so in a perfect world, if I could afford like a little office that I could go to every day, I feel like A, it would get me out of the house and B, I would be able to separate like in my room, I sleep and I am doing like casual stuff. And then at the office, I'm doing work. And so it would set those places as different places, but they're melded together. And so there's too many distractions for me here. But I'm poor. I can't afford an office just for work, you know, and so I just have to make do. And so I, I just, you know, use coffee as a drug um but when you mentioned my therapist i have gone to therapy while i've been like in an anxiety and like coffee induced anxiety like fit and my therapist is like what the fuck is wrong with you um so that has happened so you you read me for filth for that oh yeah girl i can tell you're on the coffee right now honey i can tell well i I feel feel like i feel like it's better than being dead syrup I mean, I love me some syrup. Uh, have you tried, speaking of things that calm you down, oh, and okay. segueing into this article, mm-hmm. yoga? Um, I have tried yoga before. I feel like that I would be, I feel like I'd be good at yoga if I could stick to it, but God, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could stick to it. Well, there's been a study that came out. Did you hear this? Yoga, it turns out, does not make inmates gay. Are you sure? Well, okay. So in Yoga's Russia, pretty gay, right? In Russia, Russian author- prison authorities, this is from Newsweek, they reinstated yoga for inmates after dismissing a claim by a religious scholar. Scholar. Mm-hmm. Scholar? Scholar? Scholar. I was saying like S-K-U-L-L. Like scully? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the scholar said the practice could make them gay. So there's a theological professor, Alexander Dvorkin. He wrote a document suggesting yoga could cause, quote, 
uh, quoting from Newsweek, uncontrolled sexual arousal and homosexuality in detention centers leading to riots. 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 Because that's what us gay people do is we riot, honey. Right, because all gay people are angry, bloodthirsty dick monsters, right? Yeah. Um, And so then a senator who's known for her conservative views, it says, use the document uh, to suspend, to ask for yoga classes to be suspended and to question the legality of yoga in prisons. Um, But they have been restated because that is stupid. (laughs) Well, it's Russia, so I'm not surprised. Well, they they were like... Um, we conducted a study among those who pre- who practice yoga. There was a sharp reduction in visits to doctors. You know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. just fucking common sense at this point. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. weird that it's weird that there are places which I'm sure people are doing these sorts of studies in the in the America too. Mm-hmm. You know, but the it's just America, always weird. The to one me and that only America. There are just so many people out there trying to blame homosexuality. For so many things that they just look for it in everything. My taxes I mean? are too high. Blame the gays. I got in a car accident. Blame the gays. It's true. It's literally true. They're always trying to hashtag blame the gays. So what are your thoughts on yoga? Have you done yoga before? I know you used to do yoga with your Wii Fit. I used to do yoga with my Wii Fit. I was more into Pilates in general. Mm. Um, outside of the Wii Fit. Uh, I try to do yoga like at least a day a week. I do my boxing mostly, but mm-hmm. occasionally I'll try to do yoga. They've got like desk yoga, yoga for sitting at your desk on YouTube. I feel like, I feel like that's fake news. I feel like if you're going to do yoga, well, you should just dedicate yourself to it. Just do it the right way, right? It's know. for your, oh, the right way, honey. The right way. I didn't know way. we had a yoga purist over here. No, but like desk yoga just sounds like you're half-assing it. Well, it's stretching your arms and your neck okay. and your back. I guess it's better than like slumping and looking like, you know, golem. Yeah, in a it's chair. meant to like, it's meant for people who work in offices and who don't get to get up and shit. Which mm-hmm. I love it when there are those offices that Justin's office does yoga. I think they only do it once a month. Mm. Uh, I think they may start doing it more often. But I love the ones that have like yoga lunch break and everyone's doing their yoga on the rooftop. I just feel like we need to we need to do these things more. We need to do more yoga. I feel like I would I would probably benefit a lot from yoga, but yoga requires effort and time management, which I am not uh, good clearly, at. Currently. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. It's not the for first me right now. Ten minutes of this podcast. <laughs> we learned that Sam has some demons he's living through at this exact moment in time. And honey, the demons keep getting expelled because I keep drink, drinking this coffee and it's it's Stop not, drinking it. It's not doing me any favors in the Put digestive system. Do you have creamer in it? Um, okay. Speaking, oh, I'm sorry I Here keep talking go. about coffee. It's fine, sure. It's just, you know. Whatever. When's um, your coffee podcast open? <sighs> right. I mean, nothing's more annoying. Imagine how annoying a coffee pot. Yeah, anyways. I'm, I'm sure they exist. Justin sure would they listen exist. to it. Yeah. He gets all of his coffee from like a subscription program. He picks out like which family in Brazil is making it. Like, <laughs> it's he gets it from I'm, one individual family in brazil their backyard it's literally it's... <laughs> though no i'm not even kidding there's oh like God. the family name on the fucking bag a beans it's right. beans too it's, it's not even ground wow um right well okay so there's this meme there's always been this meme that gays drink iced coffee right have, have you seen this have you heard well, of the gay, yeah. gays I mean, always drink iced coffee coffee's meme. just associated with the gays anyway you know, if right. anything's going to turn you gay, it's coffee, not yoga. 
Apparently, I don't know, but it's like it's it's like gays are drinking iced coffee in the winter. And I'm like, yeah, I that's me. I'm, I drink iced coffee all the time. My favorite coffee is iced coffee. But here's the thing that I was tr- I was talking to some friends about because I, it's just it's kind of a meme in gay Twitterverse that like all if you see a man walking around swiftly with an iced coffee, you can assume that he's gay like these things. But it, this, this is like, it's like a tree falling in the floor situation. I don't go outside in public when I drink my iced coffee. I'm poor, so I make my own iced coffee at home and I stay indoors. So if I'm making my own iced coffee and no oh one's there God. to see me drink it, am I really gay? I'm sorry. I just opened a new tab. <laughs> I, i've decided to you know play some tetris or something during i this, hope you uh, lose i hate tetris i'm not gonna play tetris you mean you aren't number one in tetris 99 i hate tetris 99 <laughs> i don't want to talk about it i don't want to <laughs> it combines like tetris and then competition and then both of those things i have to win everything first of mm-hmm. all yep. and i'm not gonna win tetris and so it's just this cycle of of doom it's a cycle of self-abuse. It's self-harm. a cycle of self-abuse. Me playing Tetris 99. Why isn't it Tetris 100? Are I don't you know, the 100th? No. I don't know. I stopped playing Tetris 99. I got ninth place. That's the highest I've got in Tetris 99. And then I quit. How many quit people well are you against? You're against 98 other people. Oh, so you're the 99. Oh, I honey. So. The top 1%. Honey, ain't playing, oh, honey. Oh, God. It's always the 1%. It's always the 1%, honey. Get their kids into college. I mean, are we mm. Lori Laughlin-ing this? I have been all over that still. We've already talked about it, so I won't go Well, okay, well, the update is that she was signing autographs outside the courthouse. That was like the, what I had done heard. I think we mentioned it in the podcast, too. That's what you I diddly read. done heard that she was signing autographs. It's one of those situations. It's clearly one of those situations where we as the public have already deemed her guilty. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. the feds have enough evidence to have deemed her guilty. Well, isn't but- she pleading guilty now? I don't think she pled either way. I think, uh, so Felicity Huffman, I believe, pled guilty. Oh, okay. Yeah, that um, makes sense. I believe Lori Laughlin and her husband have not made a plea yet. Mm. And now they've also been hit with, because they didn't, or I don't know if it's because they didn't, they've been hit with more charges. Jesus Christ. I think it's like a maximum I was reading of like 20 years in prison. And it's like, girl, they're, I don't, it's, uh. I think I was reading the only way that they might not get prison time is if they're found not guilty and the evidence against them is like all there, okay. <laughs> you know? Well, here's, so here's, here's my question for it's you. It's looking it, bleak from what I've if, read. Well, if if Lori Laughlin gets prison time, you have to take into account that she's a rich white woman. So like, is she going to get a decent amount of prison time or is she going to like go to like a spa prison for six months in like South Hollywood? I don't know. That's the question. I don't know anything about the prison. Well, I know some things about the prison system. I don't know much about the luxury prison prison. Is it going to be like Orange is the New Black featuring Lori Laughlin, or is it going to be like she has internet access and a TV and a couch and like, you know, she's locked up in an embassy and everything's cushy and shit. And that's her quote prison end quote because she's, you know, a rich Hollywood elite. Or is she going to go to normal people prison? You're going to have to ask the judge. Oh, normal? Can you tell what's a normal person, Sam? Are you body? Are you trying to put me in a box? Well, I'm pretty sure you're not as rich and as powerful as Lori Laughlin and the people around her. I'm on Medicaid, first of all. 
I don't so. think Lori Laughlin's on Medicaid. <laughs> so I think that's the clear defining difference between you and Lori Laughlin. I didn't have any money to go to college. <laughs> You no, you're just you're defending her because you want her to pay for your college too. Or let me tell you right now, the last person I'll ever defend on this podcast is Lori Laughlin. Okay, (laughs) let me tell you that right now. I love the mess of this story, though. It's amazing. It just gets more messy every time. Speaking of ripping into things or ripping them out. Oh, oh, God. Did you hear about this? This is not about butt plugs or dildos. I don't have any sex related stories today. First of all, what? Who are Um, you? Microsoft has confirmed you don't need to, quote, safely remove your USB flash drives anymore. I feel like no one has safely removed a flash drive since like 2004. Yeah, I well, I remember, though, in college, I was very on top of removing adamant. Yes, because that was before like we didn't have um, like we had our cloud storage, but it wasn't used as much as today. Like today, I would just dump it in my Google Drive or something, you know, right. Back in the day, your flash drive was everything. Flash drives were fucking everything. You brought them to class. You had your presentations on them. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. And people's flash drives would like break or get messed up. And it was like, you get an F. You're out of college, honey. You're Let done. me tell you. I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. Let me tell you the one, the most annoying thing ever during presentation day, either in college or high school, was that bitch who didn't have a flash drive and emailed it to herself. So she has to log into her email while the, per, like, the projector is on and she's trying to find her attachment. Then she like is trying to download her attachment and she doesn't know where she downloaded it to. Like, bitch, you would have, if you would have just brought your flash drive you would have had to literally shit i always literally always had the presentation on at least three different ways to access it i would have it on a flash drive i would have it in my email and i would have it on a second backup flash drive that was hidden in my butthole inside (laughs) a bulletproof casing Mm -hmm. i'm surprised it wasn't on a floppy disk (laughs) <laughs> hey, I just went. I was it's not even been 10 years. When was I in college? It's like 2013, 2014. I don't know. Don't copy that um, floppy. Anyway, here's the sitch. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not a thing anymore. They Windows 10 has a feature called quick removal. It lets you yank out your drive anytime you want. So long oh, as you're me. not as you're not actively writing files to it. Right. Um, and it's now apparently the default setting. It's been the default setting for a while. Um, on Windows 10, at least. 10. 10. Number 10. But well, if you are writing to it, don't you pull it out. I mean, just make sure to ask before you pull out. <laughs> Boom. It's like the only situation is with computers with that. Well, when was the last time you used a flash drive? Well, after college, you don't use them. Like, well, that's the thing. It's like well, I have one attached to my my keychain for my car, and I only use it to like reinstall operating systems when I fuck something up. Like, I don't remember the last time that I was like transferring files from one computer to another. Like, like you said, I throw it in Google Google Drive. I throw it in Dropbox. Like, I don't well, use flash drive anymore. This also, I mean, I'm sure Mar-a-Lago. Now you don't have to safely remove it. You remember the woman was arrested for trying to stick her USB drive in at Mar-a-Lago, Trump's club. Well, I mean, it's not like that anyone's asking for consent, so she probably was just going along for everything else and just sticking things in holes. Um, We're having two very different conversations. <laughs> I, I was trying to we're not having the same sexualize. conversation. Listen, I'm not trying to sexualize my USB drives, okay? Okay. okay. Well, I don't, that uh, makes one I don't, of us. I don't like to see them in that light. Um, 
Speaking of things that are not sexual at all, actually, um, during my caffeine rage over the past few days, I finally bought a bidet off of oh, Amazon. Oh, did you get the one everyone recommended? I think so. Was it like the bio bidet, like the $30 one? No. I don't I don't remember what I got. Um, it was a highly rated one. Oh, it wasn't, maybe it, it was, was then. It wasn't the tushy. It was the Lux, Lux Bidet Neo 120. There it is. The Lux is the one Lux. everyone wanted us to get. Lux Bidet. There it is, honey. Um, Because, like, Joe and I have been talking about this for months, and I finally pulled the trigger piglet. I got the white one, which was a dollar more. Actually, no, it wasn't. It was the same price. Oh, so, yeah. The know. one with, like, the blue stickers and shit is really uggo. Yeah, I don't want that one. It has, it's like, it's like those bubbly stickers, too, it looks like. So yeah, it's, I don't know. It I looks don't, real bad. I'm not I, about that. Good job getting the good one. Thank you. Um. So, yeah, so I ordered that. It'll be here on Friday. Um. It's going to take a little bit to install it. Um. I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of excited. I'm. I hope it rocks my butthole world. Um. But I will have an update for everyone eventually. But I. I didn't know because we talked about bidets a while ago, and we were talking about this one specifically. And I didn't know if you and Justin had like pulled the trigger and bought one, or if you were still looking. Like, what's your bidet situation? Well, we got a new toilet seat this weekend. Our last Ooh. one. So the people who lived here before us clearly had a dog that just like scratched the fucking hell out of their really shitty plastic toilet seat. So Justin splurged and got a really nice toilet seat. Mm. Um, one of the wood ones that's heavy wood, you know, and it's a it's a quiet close. It doesn't slam. Oh, so are those are those the ones where like it'll it like slowly close when yes. you like? Ooh, um, that is fancy. Yeah, so you can't crush your wiener anymore. It just slowly. I mean, you can slowly crush your wiener. You can slowly crush your wiener. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, Justin is still, like I said, he splurged on the toilet seat. He always wants to get the best stuff. So he kind of wants the hot water one still. And I'm like, it's fine. Like, and he keeps saying, go spray some cold water on your butt and tell me how it feels. And I'm like, I have done that before. It's fine. (laughs) It's not a big deal. Honey, I'm a bottom. It's been done. I've had ice cubes up my butthole. Don't you do it, by the way. Toothpaste on your butthole, honey. It's been it's nothing surprises me down there before, right? Anymore, okay. Mm-hmm. It's just it's seen it all. Been there, done that, okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a little cold water is gonna do anything except help my circulation. You know? Right, right, exactly. So well, that, that was that was my that was my hiccup too. Is was the water the hot, hot water situation? And I I was looking in my bathroom because like with a cold water one, there's cold water that um like that goes into your toilet like there's a there's a hose like the hose that goes in your toilet is your is cold water and so you don't have to route anything around your fucking bathroom if you want the hot water one you have to route a line to like usually the underneath of your sink like is the nearest hot water and it's like i'd have to drill a fucking hole and like i live in an apartment that i'm renting like i can't do that so i don't think there was a feasible way for me to you know install a hot water bidet in my bathroom and so it was either cold water or no bidet and i was like well i i want a bidet so it's going to be cold water and so i'm you know and the thing is i was reading online about people complaining about cold water bidets and like i haven't seen any complaints it just people are just totally used to it so i think i'm gonna be fine i think things are gonna be okay well it's not even like it's this is not water from a glacier hitting your butt. Right. It's either. not like 32 you know? degrees, like with ice chips chipping at my butt. Right. It's like 
the water that comes out of the cold faucet in general. It's just the right. water that doesn't come from the water heater, which in the mm-hmm. summer, depending on where you live, really ain't that cold anyway. Right, exactly. You know? So I don't know. I'm I'm still pro just getting this the $30 bidet, but we'll see. Right. We're, our next project, though, is here in about a month, we're going to be painting our kitchen cabinets. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be tiling, doing the backsplash and tiling the walls. Where are they going to be filming this for a new TLC special? Yeah, you know, just like my new uh, home channel. My, bi- my big what's, gay apartment. What's the channel? Home Improvement Channel? Home. I think so. HG. HGTV. HGTV. Mm-hmm. My new HGTV show, honey. The one that's not homophobic. I mean, are the Property Brothers homophobic? I don't know. I'm not I'm not an HGTV gay. I think they're okay. I'm talking about some of the other ones, and I won't get into it because it upsets me too much. Name. I don't have my receipts up right now. Once I have my receipts up, I'll spill them. Speaking of receipts, I haven't done my taxes yet. I need to do that. What? Honey, they're due in four, four days. Add the one, carry the four days. <laughs> <laughs> Carry, carry the one plus plus four divided by nine. Four days. I did mine. Uh, I think we talked about them in last week's episode. I did mine. Well, my hang up was I did not want to pay $130 for TurboTax, which is what I usually do every year. So I'm not using TurboTax this year. I Everyone has recommended like Free Tax USA, which sounds like a fucking scam. Their website looks like a scam. The name Free Tax USA <laughs> sounds like a scam. And honestly, I'm ready. Like if I, I I'll sell my identity for someone to get stolen, maybe they would give me better credit. Like because I'm not doing the best job using my own goddamn identity in my life. Like so I'll give it to Free Tax USA. But it's like every review site I see, it's like I I don't want to pay. It's always like self-employed people. They're like, I don't want to pay 120 fucking dollars for a self-employment sheet. It was 200 this year for me. Really? I had to pay 200 God to TurboTax. Fuck me though. I am not doing but that. But they see they already have they rope you in because they pull shit from your previous year's taxes. And so right. it makes it easier. So it ta- yeah. I've heard that That's credit. That's how they do it. Uh, I heard Credit Karma is pretty good. It's supposed to be free. That's what I also heard. I heard Credit Karma and Free Tax USA. So if I get murdered, you know, and captured by, you know, Russian agents or something, and they steal my identity, and there's a Russian on the podcast Honey, in the next couple of weeks. I won't know the difference. Yeah. They could probably speak better English than me. Probably. I'll probably have a great time. So Just don't do, do yoga. Taxes. Don't do yoga in that Russian prison. Exactly. Why or would else, they want oh, you? They might think I'm gay, which I'm <laughs> obviously not. Um, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Speaking of gays. I'll save this. I know we're about to do Drag Race. I'm going to save this just so everyone remembers uh, this Guinness World Records thing for next week. What was the? Oh, you, oh, you had a Guinness thing. an article. Wow. We, we, we have extra stuff that we didn't talk I about usually do. Week. I just don't tell you it's extra. Oh, okay. You're so I usually, extra. I save it for like bonus episodes and stuff. Right. But we had a bonus episode last week, right? We don't have one this week. I know. So I'm going to save it. Oh, look at you. Anyways, let's move on to Drag Race. These All are right. a few of our favorite queens, blah, blah, blah. Um, I liked this episode. It was fun. This was episode six. Um, the drag Olympics, the drag Olympics. Um, I tweeted something funny about it last week. Let me go and bring it up because it's the only funny thing I ever said. Here we go. Um, where is it? You know what? I'm not going to try to fill. I'm not going to try to fill this dead space. I want you to feel bad about this. I mean, uh, didn't you play dead space on, on YouTube? Um, yeah, it's a pretty fun game. 
I'm not filling this space. You're not going to get me like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm filling it up, filling it up. Okay, here it is. I tweeted, my favorite part of Drag Race this week was seeing Scarlet dissociate from her her human body halfway through the episode, finally ascending into the spirit realm. Oh, I saw that. I didn't like it. She was dead in the eyes, like, halfway through the episode, and, like, she was emotionally gone for the entirety of that episode. As much as she's been my least favorite, I felt genuinely bad for her because... Same. Which, though, like, that is the... you. All you really have to do in this competition is not be the worst. Do you know what I mean? And in every challenge, the challenges are always different. If it's not your thing, then that's it for you. Do you know what I mean? Right, exactly. And it was very clear that dancing was really not her thing. And And like every challenge involved dancing the past like five episodes. Yeah, dancing and like comedy and acting. And she did fine with, you know, the comedy that helped her. But um, I don't know. It was... uh, It was almost a humanizing moment for her. I think we saw the insecurity that's behind all of the self-validation that she gives herself. We saw the lats in her eyes go out. And it was a humanizing episode for like Evie. Mm -hmm. And um, Vanjie broke down. And I think it was the very first time I have heard Vanjie's voice like and her not shouting voice. Her not sounding like a cockatoo. Her not just like screaming. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like she screams everything she says, but it was like a talking voice. And I was like, who is this? Who is she? Who is she? It was a very, there were, there were a few too many storylines in my opinion, but the drag Olympics were cute. Mm-hmm. The whole like Adam Ripon, Michelle Visage, like talking though, wasn't good. So like, what was that? I don't remember. They they were just doing like the intros to them oh, and trying yeah, to make puns, and, and it was it all fell really flat. But um, I thought the judges they were good as judges, but not as that little comedy, right? Skit not they as tried like the do. announcers for the Drag Olympics or whatever, right? Um, yeah, it was just uh, Scarlet will be on All Stars, I'm sure of it, and so I don't think it's it's whatever. It's yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Um, Scarlet kind of turned out the lip sync which i was very surprised about like she had a bunch of gimmicks and she was throwing glitter everywhere and i was like damn like this is the 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 most that i've seen her succeed is like in this lip sync but did you watch untucked do you watch untucked no i have not watched untucked since like a couple seasons ago well okay so there was a moment in untucked between was it who was the lip sync it was scarlet versus raja it was Raja. It's always yeah. Raja, right? Ra- Raja's always yeah. the one in the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a situation where, like, where they were talking about, after in Untucked, they were talking about the situation where Rue was like, okay, I'm asking you, you have to call out who you think deserves to go home. And everyone obviously chose Scarlet, and Scarlet's like, well, I can't choose myself because, like, I, you know, that makes me look like that I'm giving up, even though it's true that I am doing the worst, so she has to, like, pick someone else. And so she ended up choosing Raja, right? I was talking about Scarlet. Scarlet ends up ends up ends up choosing Raja as the one that she des- thinks deserves to go home, which is right. valid because Raja did the second worst, which is why she was lip syncing against Scarlet. And in Untucked, Raja like goes after Scarlet for saying her and was like beating Scarlet into the ground verbally. And Scarlet was just like, I didn't mean it that way. Like I had to choose someone, and Raja took it super personally and like. It was bullying Scarlet about it, which is like unsurprising because Raja's done this to like multiple people. But it was like I felt really bad for Scarlet because like what the fuck else? Like was she supposed to pick herself? 
and like basically self humiliate herself or choose you know the second worst which was raja like it was a it was a shitty situation and untucked with with scarlet and she you know kind of got verbally abused by raja in untucked and it was uncalled for um well having not seen it it doesn't like surprise me necessarily right, because right. I feel like in uh, the the cutaways, the like where they're just talking to the camera or whatever, mm-hmm. Raja had said she'll come for like four different people. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's unsurprising. I think that it affected me because Scarlet was completely was already defeated. Like because everyone like everyone chose her to go home, so she's like, well, fuck me. So she was feeling really shitty about herself, and then Raja came for her for like for choosing her instead of choosing herself, and Raja was all or and Scarlet was. Was already like feeling really shitty about herself and so it was kind of uncalled for but yeah what a surprise rasha came for someone um was see my mind goes back to the vixen season mm. honestly well in that i wonder what she would think of this dynamic because it sounds like you know the trope of or the stereotype of an angry black person berating berating a a white girl yeah a white girl Mm -hmm. you know and it's it seems like um i i obviously i didn't watch it and so it's i i i kind of want vixen to come back and like have her commentary (laughs) on the side and just like she's in every untucked and she's just in the the back like waiting just like to call in on drama it out yeah she well (laughs) not even the drama just like calling it out right calling it like it is um Um, that would be so funny so um do you want a link to the looks to look at the looks do you want to link oh sure i want to talk about it Um, here i'll i thought a lot of the run i wrote down that i liked the runways in this episode there were a lot of good runway looks i really liked akiria davenport's look her like yeah everything about that look was like i felt like that she was unclockable in that look like i couldn't find anything wrong with her the the theme was like gold glitter and gold i thought i thought the the i was confused when i was first watching this because i thought that it was I thought the runway was glitter and everyone came out in gold, but it was glitter and gold or all that glitters and gold. So everyone was gold and some had like bits of glitter in it, which was apparently was the thing. Regardless, I thought that Akira Davenport was probably my favorite look. Um, It just like her her wig was right. Her paint was right. Her gown was right. Like the shapes, the proportions. She seems to do really well on the runway. Right. Like she's a pageant Um, girl. Like she knows how to turn a look. I did agree with the judge that said Nina West, like it looked like it came out of a costume shop. Right. I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed her giant glitter tits, but it was very like Party City. It was very party city. Right. Like, like it, was, it wasn't glamorous in any sense. Right. No, it was it very was like something. It was like something a frat boy like wears to a frat party and is <laughs> like, ha ha, I have boobs. I'm a girl. Right. Ha. Right. Right. And it's like, no, honey, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it was just it was it was very basic, I thought. And I didn't even really like I liked the vibe Brooklyn was giving, but I didn't really like the dress. I thought. It could have been judged up a little bit. It kind of looked just like it was wrapped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, we know Vanjie got red for another jumpsuit. I just, yeah, it's jumpsuit with glitter on her chest. And it was like, it was really cool, like the first couple times I saw it. But now it's like, girl, can you turn anything else out? No, it's gotten really, like, super noticeable, super boring. And, like, 
she said herself, she was like, Evie's right, you know, I got to step it up. Like, I know that this, like, I was getting annoyed that Evie was coming for her so much. But then it was true. It was true. So you're like, <laughs> so it's like, eh. damn, yeah. But like maybe you know you don't have to just yell it or like right, say it in a right. Like Evie, Evie just says the truth very loudly, and it feels like an attack. It's it seems like it sometimes does, but right. Uh, speaking of Evie, I liked her look too. She rocked the cane. Yeah, she, she rocked, rocked the cane. Um, she, I mean, she uh, it was it was very humanizing for her talking about having EDS. Like, I follow some people on YouTube. I follow, like, um, a Japanese couple, or not a Japanese, a, a couple that lives in Japan named Simon and Martina. They're, like, they're very well-known, which they lived in Korea for a long time. Anyways, Martina has EDS, and she has been, been very outspoken about EDS. So I know a little bit about it, and I know there's different types, and it's, like, degenerative to your joints and stuff. And, like, you basically just never really get better. You kind of get worse with age. And so it was really, it was humanizing kind of hearing about Evie's EDS and, you know, the problems that she's had with her joints and stuff through throughout her life and how she's like, yeah, like, I'm just, I'm going to do drag until I'm in a wheelchair and then I'm going to still try to go out on stage because it's what I like to do. But it's like, it ain't going to get better. It's just kind of all going to get worse and fucking sucks. But she turned out, like you said, she turned out that look with that cane. She fucking rocked it, which, which was really good. Um, Plastique said... I didn't know if she was making a Pokemon reference, but she mentioned Mega Evolution. Like, and how I was do you like, not what? like that? Had to be a Pokemon reference. Like, who it used, has to be? Who I was uses like, the yeah. term Mega Evolution and isn't trying to talk about Pokemon. Like, come on. I just pick up all of the uh, like now that Ariel's gone, she had so many video game uh, right. She's kind of the video game queen, and so I was happy to see that you know maybe there was still a Pokemon lover in there. Maybe there was a Pokemon so, queen for Joe to love. Maybe she was still in there. Um, but yeah, I thought um, it was Scarlet's time. After she was, I wrote that she was flailing decently. Right. In her yeah. lipstick. It wasn't like the, she went for it, but it was not, you know, good. Right. I just feel like this entire competition, she's just been barely head above water. Like she, I feel like she's been kind of drowning this entire competition because like you said, like all five episodes involved like dancing and she's not a dancer and it just like fuck girl this was not your season like this is a dance heavy yeah. season and i feel like she's been perceived as a strong one though really like, she won the one oh, yeah, yeah she, she, like she did win one you are correct i feel like she's been like perceived as a front runner or like at least one of the tops mm-hmm. but yeah it, it, it wasn't that surprising yeah I to me think. like i haven't Based really seen episode. her like, yeah as a front runner. I just, yeah oh Anyways, I still don't have a favorite. I still don't really care <laughs> who wins. I just don't. This mm-hmm. is one of those seasons where I'm like, get Sugarcane some moisturizer. I'm going to start like a GoFundMe for, <laughs> for Sugarcane moisturizer. Moisturizer. Honey, her face is about to shatter. Right. And I don't know if we're going to see a crack before the season's over. Like a mirror, like shatter on like screen. Like a mirror, just shatter. Um, I like Evie's personality. I don't know if she's polished enough to win. I like Nina's personality. I don't know if she's glam enough to win. Um, I like Plastique's looks, but I don't think she has the personality to win. And I think that Brooklyn Heights is the one that the judges keep gagging over, so I'm assuming she's going to win. Those are my opinions. <laughs> Yeah, and I love Akira's look this week. Brooklyn. 
I just you what? I just love Akira's look this week. I can't get over it. It was my favorite look, probably. Yeah, for I, for a while, I loved it. I think Brooklyn's overrated. I think she's yeah. got so many people who love her. I think she's so overrated. I but. see why people love her, but I just I don't know. I want she's she's just not my favorite. But I understand why people like her. It's like I I I would love for Nina to win, but I don't think that she's glamorous enough. And at least I can see that. Like I don't, you know, I just I love a queen with a funny personality. I comedy queens are my favorite, so I'm like always super biased towards like funny queens. Um, but in order to win drag race, you have to have like that, that glam that Nina just I have we have not seen from her yet. And so I'm like, eh, well, hopefully you don't go home soon. Um yeah, yeah. Right. And I just I just don't care. Right. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. I just uh, I just I can't even imagine. Like at this point, there needs to be some big ass fucking character development for me to think that any of these ones You're just are, you're, yeah, like, you're drag race queen mature. I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. not. I don't feel like I haven't seen one person who has the whole package yet. I feel mm-hmm. like usually you can see someone or at least three or four people who might have the whole package. Right. But I don't see that yet. The thing that I'm just thankful for is unlike All Stars 4, at least I'm not like angry yet. I just hope I don't get angry this season because like that's what sure. ruins All Stars for me is I just get angry at the producers. Ruins? Ruin. Ruins. Um uh, well. Um anyways, I have I have a little sub drag race topic I wanted to talk about just a little bit before sure. I move on to things. So, okay, do you know the situation with like Rue's hair and makeup since season nine? Do you know like the story behind like what has happened? For the uh, past no, few seasons, did she. I assume she doesn't do it herself. No, 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 no. She hasn't done her her ma- hair and makeup for like years and years and years. Well, she had a hair and makeup artist named Matthew Anderson, who's an amazing drag queen who has worked with Rue since like the since the nineties. Like, has been Rue's go to hair makeup stylist since the dawn of time. Um, apparently, no one really knows what happened, but. Um, the first episode of season nine was Matthew Anderson's last time or last day that he worked on Rue. There's rumors that Matthew Anderson got sick, um, either physically or mentally. There's other rumors that he got fired. Like, no one really knows and no one's really talking about it. And like, I'm going to respect his privacy or whatever. And he's not on social media. And so like, Rue doesn't do her own hair and makeup. And so she, like World of Wonder or Rue or whatever, brought in two queens, two past queens that were recommended by Matthew that in case something happened to Matthew, like his, he would like his replacements to be these two queens, which is Raven um, from season two and Delta work for, from season three. Um, and Raven does Rue's makeup. Raven has done Rue's makeup since Matthew has left on, on uh, season nine, episode one and Delta work has done Rue's wigs styling and picking and, and you know, all of the wig stuff um, since season nine, episode one. Um, and a lot of people online, including me, have been super hypercritical about Rue's makeup since then because it's not as good as Matthew Anderson's makeup. Like, Rue has not looked as good as Rue had looked since before season nine. Like, season, like, Rue's looks in season eight and season seven specifically were, like, amazing. Um, Anyways, so Delta Work, the the queen that replaced Matthew Anderson for hair, did an interview on Hey Queen, 
um, which is this like it's a drag queen talk show on YouTube hosted by Johnny McGovern. Regardless, so she talked about, you know, the criticisms that she's got because I have critiqued Rue's wigs, like the wig lines and like the like Rue's wigs have looked pretty much the same. There really hasn't been much, you know, variance in her wigs since Delta has taken over. And Delta was like, well, the situation is that like Rue's a client and Rue likes to be in her, you know, in her comfort level. Rue likes to be, you know, doesn't really like skewing away from her comfort zone. And also she's like not worked with Rue for 25 plus years like Matthew did. And she's only worked on Rue's hair for a couple of years. And so I kind of like, I'm going to try to be less critical about Rue's wigs. I feel like Rue's makeup looks really good. I feel like Raven's like doing really well with Rue's makeup. But have you, I mean, I guess you weren't really watching Drag Race since the before times when Matthew was doing Rue's makeup, were you? Like, have you seen any of the episodes before season nine? Uh, I watched before season nine, did I not? I don't I know. don't remember. That's the thing. There's I been feel so like many I've seasons. watched before because oh, the, yeah, I've definitely watched before season nine. Okay, I haven't noticed a difference. I'm pretty sure the normal everyday viewer doesn't probably notice. Much. Okay, I do. I mean, I always notice that Rue seems to like a particular style of wig. Right. But, I mean, Trixie Mattel wears the same goddamn three right, wigs. Right. Exactly. Do you know, like, it's just that I just chalk that up to personal mm. preference. But um, I'm glad you made that announcement. That um, you're not going to be as critical. Well, I'm not going to be as critical. I'm (laughs) not going to be as critical about Rue's wigs. I'll be critical about everything else because Delta kind of put it into context that like, of course, I'm not going to be as good as someone who's worked with Rue for like 30 plus years. And I was like, well, yeah, that makes sense. And also, like, I was under the assumption that like Rue didn't have any say in her wigs. Like I was under the assumption that like it was all Delta's decisions to, like, put Rue in the same style of wigs. Like, no, of course not. Like, if Rue's the one wearing the goddamn wigs, of course that she has a say in it. And, of course, she's probably more comfortable in certain types of wigs, like blonde, bigger wigs, like shit that she's used to. And she's probably less likely to go out of her comfort zone working with someone who they've only worked with for a couple of years compared to someone that she's worked with for, like, 30. So... If you want to, if you're, you know, if you've been hypercritical about Rue's wig lines and Rue's wigs over the past couple of years, like me, which is like apparently four people on the internet, um, I'd recommend looking at Delta Works interview with Hey Queen on YouTube because it was actually really insightful and it kind of brought a completely different perspective um, about like the whole situation about, yeah, her replacing Matthew. So anyways, well, that was it my sounds. Thank you for that. Um, Long winded audible. Story. Thank you for that audible book. <laughs> yeah. That's your free audible book uh-huh, for the week. Uh huh. Oh, you my know God. what they say? What? When you assume you make an ass out of you and me. As long as I'm making an ass out of you. That's all that really matters. <laughs> I got a I got a letter from Audible about a lawsuit. <laughs> that I could participate in this past week. They're getting sued. So um, I'm wondering if anyone else got that email or if it was just me. I didn't get it. It's about like they're like they're getting sued because of their like audible credit system or something. Like, you know how you get credits on audible. I saw they were changing it. Yeah. Apparently they're getting sued in like the district court of California. And apparently I can um, uh, like uh, I can be involved. Yeah. Yeah. It's a class action situation. Apparently I can like sign up to be, you know, reimbursed if the lawsuit goes through or whatever. I just ignored it. But I was like, hmm. Keep us updated with your legal troubles. Thank you. For This episode was not sponsored by Audible. <laughs> and, you know, keep bringing us those audiobooks. Yeah, exactly. I will, obviously. Uh, 
I will continue doing that. Um, okay, that's my that's my soapbox. Should we move on to our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. So what's uh, your favorite thing this week, Joseph? My favorite thing is a thing that comes out tomorrow, but I already know it's my favorite thing. That sounds my like favorite you're thing cheating. Is I'm not cheating. Once you hear it, oh. you'll know that it's the best favorite thing in the world. Oh, God. The new Daisy Amiibo comes out tomorrow. <sighs> Jesus Christ. And I'm going to line up. In front of Best Buy. There is not going to be a line, Joe. <laughs> You're going to be the only person who buys that Daddy, Daisy Amiibo. I've got my day planned around it. Piggy, Justin's taking Piggy to the to doggy daycare in the morning mm-hmm. so that I can get myself ready and I can go out and buy the Daisy Amiibo and then have a day to myself with the Daisy Amiibo. We're going to go to my favorite bakery. Oh, We're going to go to the pork. We are going to... Well, actually, I have to get out of the house because the apartment's been cleaned. But I am making a special day of it. And I will have done say this. I had it pre-ordered on Amazon. I get an email that's like, hey, we finally got your shipping date. It'll be there on the 16th. And I was like, excuse me, it comes out on the 12th. Is this not? Is this item not important enough to be same day release date shipping? I can hear the silence. I just wanted to pronounce it. I'm losing at Tetris right now. Hold on. Oh, uh, that was me a few minutes ago during (laughs) your speech. (laughs) Maybe we're going against each other every time we start talking. Anywho, Daisy Amiibo comes out tomorrow. And I canceled the day of it. I canceled my pre-order because they weren't going to get it to me in time. So now I got to go buy the Best Buy. That's kind of shitty of Amazon to do, to be honest. Well, yeah, uh, I pre-ordered it because I thought it would, you know, get here same day. Like a video game. Like a video game. Um, but it's fine. Best Buy is like five blocks away. It's not a big deal. So I have to get out of the house anyway. So it'll be a it'll be a nice treat. A treat to go outside, harass the people at Best Buy. I haven't gone outside this week. It'll be nice. <laughs> Fresh air. What's that? I know. Um, so that's well, my favorite thing. My only complaint, though, which you'll see in my Daisy Amiibo video review that I'll yeah, probably do. Yeah, your 45-minute video review of the Daisy Amiibo. I think they use the exact same face from the old Amiibo. Like, it's legitimately. Just a new body. It's just a new body and like retextured hair. They literally like used the same face and like turned it like 15 degrees. I mean, doesn't she only have one face? It's like this, this, yeah. Well, I'm glad that Daisy isn't a two faced bitch. Don't we all only have one face? Um, no, I don't know. I don't honey, I've got three eyes, honey, and the other one's winking right now. <sighs> well, hopefully the bidet can help with that. <laughs> I think it's weeping. It's crying. God, crying coconut oil. <laughs> Disgusting. Well, anyway, I'm, that's I'm my expecting, favorite thing. I'm expecting an entire like montage of you going on a date with your Daisy Amiibo, you going out to a fancy dinner with your Daisy Amiibo, you trying to fuck the Daisy Amiibo. Romance. True romance. Modern romance at its finest. In 2019. I want to start reviewing Amiibos, but I thought about, like, obviously not in a serious way. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about maybe having Piggy review the Amiibos. Oh, that'd be cute. Yeah, that'd be cute. Well, like, cute. you could do unboxing videos. You could do, like, a bunch of unboxing videos, and it's you unboxing the same Daisy Amiibo every time. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh, my God. I'm going to buy multiples, probably. So, you know, you got to unbox them all. Right, exactly. Now, I'm, I'm Make only some coin buy off of those uh, Amiibos. 
Unless I buy one, you know, you got to buy them from friends and family, too. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect gift. Mm-hmm. If I ever got a Daisy Amiibo from you for Christmas, I don't know what I'd do. I'd be more confused than anything. You, you'd consider yourself lucky to get anything from me I mean, for Christmas. That's true. Honestly, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I should be thankful. Um, well, when your birthday's the week b- before. Right, 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 right. Um, um, well, make sure to take anyway. lots of pictures of your Daisy Amiibo. Oh, it, I will. It'll be on my Instagram story, so you should re-download Instagram. Piggy's fussy about it already. I don't know if you can hear him. Well, it's because that you love Daisy more than him, Joseph. That's not true. Is That's it? not true. That's not true. That's not, That's not true. true. <laughs> if I keep saying it, it's not true. Order in the court. Order in the court. Anyways, good favorite thing from you. I mean, unsurprising favorite thing. Thank you. If this Daisy Amiibo is your favorite thing for the rest of the month, though, I'm canceling the podcast. I'm going to cancel it anyway. Well, that's okay. <laughs> um, what's your favorite thing? My favorite thing this week is a TV series. When I was in my depression hole, I was like, well, I'm going to be up till 4 a.m. I might as well watch something. And I went on Rotten Tomatoes because I, I was, I don't know. I was trying to find like a series to binge. And I found a series that I remember people were talking about. But I never really, I never knew anything about it. I was like, oh, this looks cool. And then like a year later, like I didn't watch it. Nothing came of it, whatever. And so I started watching it and it's called Killing Eve. And it's on BBC America and also um, I think AMC, the AMC channel or whatever. Anyways, it's with Sandra Oh, who's an amazing Canadian-American Asian actress. And she plays a desk-bound MI5 officer in London. Although she's like the only American, she plays an American um, in the in the series, but she's surrounded by other by Brits, and she be- begins to track down a talented psychopath assassin, um, and uh, which is a woman. Her name's Villanelle, and they both kind of become obsessed with each other. Like it's this cat and mouse game between you know um, with, between Sandra O's oh character and this psychopathic assassin, and this assassin. Um, like starts killing people and Sandra O's character is like trying to find her and then the assassin figures out that Sandra O's trying to find her and she tries going after Sandra O's character and it's really good it's like a black comedy mixed with a thriller Um, it's like it has that suspense of like a spy movie but with some like nice british humor to kind of cut into it it's really good um and the the first season's already out it aired last year you can binge watch it and the second season just started airing on april 8th so i binged it in a night while i was you know in awake in the wee hours of the evening and then uh now i get to continue on with the story because season two is airing currently so if you are looking for a female driven female written and produced story about powerful women, 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 women. I would um, recommend Killing Eve. You can find it on BBC America. And if you're in the UK, I think it's on BBC One. I'm not totally sure. But uh, yeah, lots of strong women, lots of lesbian vibes everywhere. Um, And then uh, Sandra O's boss is played by... Um, God, oh, the bitch from Harry Potter. Um, J.K. Rowling? <laughs> imagine J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I acting. think it's Rowling anyway. Um, it's uh Mrs. Mrs. Hermione Dursley. Granger. Mrs. Oh, okay. Mrs. Dursley, the 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 Dursley mother. Miss Dursley or Miss Weasley? Miss Dursley, not Mrs. Weasley. Shoot, if I remember who played Miss Dursley, honey. Um, Miss Weasley was Mrs. where it was at. Dursley. I'm trying to find her name. She's really famous. Um, See, I haven't, while you were looking up that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't 
I see it all over social media. Oh, really? Yes. Everybody seems to be watching it, but that makes me not want to watch it. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's popular and like it's probably overhyped. Right. Well, that and then just like. People are annoying talking about it. Well, yeah, that a little bit. It's the same reason why I didn't watch. What's that meth show? What? I don't know where Malcolm in the Middle's dad was doing meth and died. Oh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. <laughs> Malcolm I didn't in the Middle's that. dad is doing meth and died. That's <laughs> the, the entire plot. You got right? it. You don't need That's to watch it I now. That's what I thought it was. You well, got I it. Didn't, I didn't watch that. Well, first, because everyone was watching it. Second of all, I already lived in Arkansas and I already know about You all know drugs. way too much about meth. And third of all... It was too many men. I just was over the amount of men. So there killing Eve men. might be more up my alley because I do like Sandra O. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, Sandra O oh is really fucking good in this. And it's like all of the important characters in in Killing Eve are all women. So that's really refreshing. How like refreshing. the killer's a woman. The main character, Eve, is a woman. Her boss, Mrs. Dursley, is a woman. You know, Lots of women. Women, women everywhere. Did you find out who is Mrs. Dursley? Jody Comer or Comer? Jody. Jody. J-O-D-I-E-C-O-M-E-R. I feel like you'd know her face if you saw her face. Miss Dursley? No, Th- no, mean- not not her. No, that's the bitch who plays Villanelle. Never mind. Yeah, I was about to be like, she's 26 years old. I don't she's think tw- she plays. Mrs. Dursley's 26. I was like, I don't think that was Fiona Shaw. Mom. Excuse me. Fiona Shaw is her name. Um, she played Petuna Dursley. Oh, yes. Her. She's, okay. she's really good. She's like really yes. deadpan and really like, f- like funny and serious at the same time. It's good. Um, I would recommend it. I've seen her in some others. I mean, I know she's famous and she's been in a lot of fucking stuff, but I saw her in something recently. I just don't remember what it was. I'm sure it was good. I'm sure it was. I'm, <laughs> I don't remember, but I'm <laughs> sure it was. I'm, I'm sure, sure it was, was great. I'm sure it was fucking great. Anyways, Daisy Amiibo and Killing Eve. Um, Very much recommend all powerful women. Killing Eve, powerful women. Um, Daisy Amiibo. Do you want to say any more buzzwords right powerf- now? Women, 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 BuzzFeed. Women, These aren't the tags powerful, at the end of the video. Saying powerful this, you put those women in later. And women. <laughs> I mean, if you put powerful women in your tags of your YouTube video, you probably get demonetized anyway. So That's true. Hashtag facts. Anyways, well, good favorite things. Um, I'll I'll check it out because me and Justin eventually you'll get eventually to it. we're watching the new season of Sabrina just dropped on Netflix. I have not watched any of Sabrina, but my roommate her review is the second season is like pretty contrived and not nearly as good as the first season. But I want you um in the first episode of the second season, Sabrina destroys the patriarchy I single handedly. She I have not seen, so I do not know. It's uh, it's pretty nice just to see like um, uh, there's this okay. I'll just there's a. Could you thing say that there are powerful women in her Satan school? Mm-hmm. There's a, a a position called top boy, and I guess it's kind of like prefect mm-hmm. in British schools, you know. And she's like, I'm gonna run for top boy because it doesn't have to be a boy. And it's like you could yes. say that she was the top girl. Oh my god, I love that game trigger warning oh my top god girl. that's been like oh my god years. like 150 years since you played top girl i'm still not over it i know they burned me mm-hmm. it's okay let it all out joseph anyway i don't remember why i was talking about sabrina good favorite things mm-hmm. um thank you guys so- is that it yeah let's well, we're done thank you guys so much for listening uh we will be back next week with a regular episode and the week after that or no next week too we'll have a bonus episode for you lovely patreon patrons 
patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Brian H, Carolyn A, Darren C, Fabian P, Feliciano D, Julian S, Justin, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Max S, Megan N, Michael C, Mike B, Nicholas M, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca D, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.